Today's episode of The Wretched Hive is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash hive. That's H-I-V-E. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to The Wretched Hive Podcast. Bad feeling about this. Moss Eisley Spaceport. What are you talking about? You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious. Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. That's good news. I like the sound of that. Guys, we made it to episode 50. Oh my god. Episode 50 is here. And we are glad you have joined us because you are part of the Wretched Hive podcast for Friday, December 8th, 2017. My name is Steve Baldwin and four-fifths of the Wretched Hive is here tonight. Uh, We are one short and we'll get to that. Let's introduce the gang here. First off, as always, we've got my Wookiee co-pilot, Greg Lent. Holy cow, Steve. It is episode 50. It is the week before The Last Jedi. Oh my God. It is pandemonium happening here right now. The Last Jedi. We're going to see this movie in less than a week now. Less than a week the next time we all reconvene for this old dog and pony show, we will all give our shining reviews and tell you how much exactly we hated this movie. <laughs> I doubt that very much. Also joining the show tonight, lifelong Star Wars fan, Scott Ivansky. Oh my god, yeah, I know why you did that. I know why you did that. One of the members isn't here tonight, and I felt like uh. you were... You were pulling on that. You were just you were you were stretching that one out a little bit. I was. Steve, I was. thank you so much. I'm excited. And yes, uh, my sentiments are the same as Greg as well as everyone on the show. One week away. I can't wait to see this movie. Uh, we Too bad you'll have to. We got a lot. This is a long time coming. I can you believe we're seeing new Star Wars in a little bit less than a week. It's it's kind of insane. Not just new Star Wars, and I know we're going to talk about this, but the longest Star Wars film in the entire franchise. Two hours and 32 minutes, according to Ryan Johnson. Ryan's Johnson? Ryan's Johnson is the longest in the Star Wars franchise. Has someone started a Twitter feed with <laughs> Ryan's Johnson? Please tell me that's happening. Uh, also, we have... The captain of the Millennial Falcon. Wait, where's the sound bit? Uh, Millennial Falcon. I wasn't quite ready for that. Sorry. Uh, Nico Rodriguez. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Um, You know, (laughs) in my opinion. There it is. There it is. (laughs) Um, Two and a half hours is not enough Star Wars in a single film. I love that about you. Make it four and a half hours, and I'd still want another one the same. I agree. I'm with you on that. Well, he did say his his first cut of the movie was well over three hours long, was his (sighs) first cut. Mm. 
And, and then somebody immediately asked, "When will the director's cut be out?" Then he said, "The reason they said they cut these movies down from three hours for a reason." So apparently, he's not happy with his three-hour cut of uh, the Last Jedi. So I can't imagine any director being happy with cuts to their movie. No, he is happy with the cuts to the movie. Oh, he is. He, oh, yes. Mean, meaning that the three-plus-hour version of the Last Jedi was was not enjoyable for him, and he was more than happy to cut it down to the, whatever the two and a half hour run. Time that it's at. So got shut it. up yeah, and he, take my money. Yeah, <laughs> got it. And finally, not here tonight. We do not have <laughs> a person not appearing on this podcast. Dave, he was bitten by a moose. Go ahead and call him a majestic moose, Harry. Moose bits bites can be quite nasty, you know. Potter. <laughs> Dave, do not ever call him Harry Potter. Is not with us tonight. He has a client meeting. Was unable to join the show. He sends his regards. And um, frankly, I cannot believe he's missing tonight, especially given it's episode 50. 50. A week before The Last Jedi hits. Damn. Dave, we miss you, my brother. You know, that's. Really incredible planning on our part, though, to hit <laughs> episode 50 right at the release point of The Last Jedi. When we were coming up with this podcast two years ago, we were fucking geniuses. Well, Greg, you know, we do have, we first of all, we are uh, high-level, influential members of the Star Wars media, and we have contacts, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. not Almost. at Lucasfilm or Disney, but at Timeless Pints. We've, we've got some contacts there. And Target. <laughs> and, oh, and Target, too, yeah. My Target joke landed. Uh, anyway, you can find us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash Wretched Eye Podcast. Check out our website. It's our online uh, persona. We are online at www.therechedhive.net. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at RetchHivePod. And uh, you can always call and leave a message on the Wretched Hive hotline. That's 562-455-4483. That's 562-455-HIVE. And um, this is a really unique... (laughs) I don't know what that was. (laughs) It's a very unique show tonight. Not only is it episode 50, not only does The Last Jedi... Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi come out in less than a week, but we are flying a little bit by the seat of our pants tonight. Uh, we have got very little prep done for the show tonight. We have got no show notes, which is something unique for the show. And why is that, Steve? Well, it's funny you ask, Scott, because we we have no show notes because we just spent earlier tonight. Now, as we record the show, it's Wednesday, December sixth. Scott and I spent about two and a half hours. In a local pub called Timeless Pints uh, here in Lakewood, California, we had an absolute blast with a room packed full of Star Wars fans, uh, and we hosted, well, we co-hosted uh, with the inseparable Rob, who is the stand-in host for our friend Ken at Timeless Pints, who is sick today, and uh, but Rob hosted wonderfully. And we kind of helped out. We wrote all the questions for Timeless Pints Star Wars Trivia. We had an absolute blast at Timeless Pints 
in Lakewood, California. Oh my God! Yeah, uh, shout out to everybody involved in this. Um, just like Steve mentioned, uh, Rob tonight, who hosted and and emceed the whole event, um, really took a lot of the pressure off of us because there was a moment where we were the ones who were supposed to do that. Right. Uh, but yes, uh, everyone else involved. I think there was uh, Ray. Uh, Patty, yep. um, I'm going to forget some names, but everyone, all the, the management there at Timeless Fights, you guys rocked tonight. It was so much fun. And everyone that came out, oh my God, the people that came out, it was packed. There were people in costumes. It was so amazing. You guys were great. Wall-to-wall people in Timeless Pints, which is not a huge place, but I, you know, I, what about... 60, 70 people there that's yeah. at the peak. I'd say, yeah, but it's 60 a people. Couple thousand, yeah, a couple thousand yeah, people. Yeah, a couple hundred people at least, yep. man. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a full house. Every table was full. We had a, lots of friends came out. My longtime friend, Piper Matson came out with her husband, Eric. Uh, we had the wonderful Laura, who gave me this pin that I'm wearing right now as we record the show. Stay on target. Stay on target. That was wonderful, by the way. That's a great pin. We had uh, a guy came in. I didn't get his name, but he was dressed full in uh, head-to-toe Darth Vader. Full Darth Vader. And, by the way, I want to call this guy out. I don't remember his name right now. I don't I don't even know if he actually gave it to me. Mm. That costume was from 1977. Are you serious? Yes. We had a wonderful conversation about that. So and, I didn't uh, want to say anything, but the helmet looked a little small. Yeah. So that was that was why, huh? That's why. It was an original costume. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Um, also, shout out to our friend Sammy. Um, I'm sorry. Rockstar Sammy. Yeah. Uh, for coming out and visiting and just saying hi and Sammy hanging with the guys. Sammy showed up and hung out. What a great guy to, for, yeah. to, to do that. That was su- super cool to see him. Yeah. Yeah. We had six rounds of trivia. And um, we thought we'd play one of the rounds here. Now, Scott and I have already heard these questions. Uh, we know the answers already to the questions. And so... So is, so is this between Nico and I here? Is this that is, what this is? Yeah, yep. It's a Lent family uh, Star Wars trivia. We're going to do the audio round from Timeless Pints Trivia. Let me just bring it up here so I know what I'm talking about. And so, basically what we did with Star Wars Trivia, we had six rounds. Four rounds were general knowledge. So, just sort of general trivia questions. Um, And then we had one round of audio questions. So, you play the audio and answer the question related to that audio bit. And then we had one visual. So, it was sort of like a name that character set of questions. But what Scott and I thought we would do is play the audio round of Star Wars trivia with you because, you know, this is an audio podcast and uh, audio might play a little bit better because people can actually hear what you're supposed to be guessing at. So let's go ahead and start this off. Um, So how should we do this? Should we, like, call your name if you know the answer and the first person to call their name we call on, or how should we do this? Sure, why not? All right, let's do it that way. That'll work for me. All right, so, so it's Greg and Nico... When, when you know the answer to the question, after the audio clip plays, you have to wait until the audio clip plays, and then if you know the answer, call out your name, and we will call on you. All right, so do we understand how this is going to work? Nico. Yes. <laughs> Nico, you already screwed it up. I didn't play the audio clip yet. Oh, shit. All right, so question number one. Dave Potter. <laughs> Name all of the characters that speak 
in this clip. Here you go. We've had some problems. Will you shut up and listen to me? Shut down all the garbage smashers on the detention level, will you? Do you copy? Shut down all the garbage smashers on the detention level. Shut down all the garbage smashers on the detention level. No, shut them all down. Hurry. <laughs> All right, so Nico. Nico, name all the characters that spoke in that clip. Are you? I didn't hear Nico say his name. I didn't hear that. <laughs> hey, he... somebody heard it. Um, so we start with uh, C-3PO. Okay. And then we go to Luke, no. and then we hear Chewbacca's roar in the background. We hear some more C-3PO, and then some R2-D2 bleep bloops. I would give that, yep. Yeah. He gets the point. Yep. You got it. Correct. Well done. Yeet. Nico. I concur. Hang on. We said Nico one. Greg, Greg loses. Zero. Oh, wait. All right. Cheats. Cheating right. bastard. Uh, hey. So let me set this up so that it doesn't continue playing. All right. So, Scott, can I ask you to read question number two while I do this? Yes. All right, guys. Are you ready? Hit me. Nico. What ship makes this sound. Greg! Greg! That's the Millennium Falcon. You are correct! Oh my goodness. We I object. Greg didn't wait for the audio file to be finished. <laughs> 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 calling calling Bach on a technicality there. Oh, I like All right. it. I like that it. was part of the rules. That's yeah. right. All right, judges, let's huddle up. Okay. That was that was only for the first question. He did not state it for the second question. Mm. All right, what do you think, Scott? I don't know. Nico makes a good point. He there. does make a good point. Oh. All right, so we're gonna give this to Nico then. <laughs> we just want Greg to lose. <laughs> <We're gonna delete. laughs> That's fucked up. He never he never said Millennium Falcon. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna, Falcon. we're gonna go ahead and give the point to Greg, but you need to wait until the end of the audio clip moving forward. Then you need right. to make that clear for every clip is what you need. Fine. Every <laughs> clip, it's the rules are the same. <laughs> All right. Number three. In this clip, now he's going to know the answer right when I read this question, but yeah. you got to wait till the end. Yeah. So now you got to listen to see who calls out their name. You're damn right. All right. In this clip, one character refers to another as an old fossil. Name the speaker and the person he's insulting. Well, you said it, Chewy. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Greg. Nico. Greg. Greg. So Han Solo's talking to Chewbacca. They're talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Correct. All right. Well played. On, on the Death Star, Luke's in the room. They're speaking to him, but he's not there speaking. They're both wearing Stormtrooper costumes. <laughs> Luke is a little short for a stormtrooper. Princess Leia is on the uh, back down on detention You're, level twenty one eighty seven. That's about twenty two <laughs> minutes ahead. That's twenty two minutes ahead. What are you doing? Um, now somebody at Timeless Pines made a great point. They said actually Chewie asks the question, oh, "Where wow. did you dig up that old fossil?" And Han translates for him. Ooh. So let's hear that again, really quick. <laughs> That's not it. That not let's, hear it. This, wow. let's hear that again. <laughs> did you, did you, did Chewbacca pick up the, the fucking killer axe there? He was like, what? I have no idea. I don't even know where that came from. You have a razor. 
Oh my god. Oh, that's down there. What the hell? Oh All right, god. so let's hear Chewbacca <laughs> ask the question and Han translate. Here we go. Well, you said it, Chewie. Where did you dig up that old fossil? That's a great point. Ooh, that is now, good. isn't isn't that one of the scenes that they put out there where you can hear Peter Mayhew's original dialogue before Ooh. they dubbed in the Chewbacca roars? Isn't yeah. that one of the scenes that they put out there? Greg, I think you're right on that. All right, let's play that again, see if we can hear it. Well, you said it, Chew. Right, play it again. Let's see you hear it. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Oh, oh, man. That is- <laughs> I blew it. I blew it. All right. Yeah, I, yeah that have, sounds right. I, I'm going to have to go through because that guy might actually be right. Because that, that might be the question that, that Peter Mayhew asked that, uh, they that then they dubbed over all the Chewbacca roars. Right. Yep, exactly. I concur, sir. All right. Interesting. Uh, Scott, you want to take this question? Sure. Question four. Okay. Upon their first meeting on film, why is there some light-hearted animosity between these two characters? Hey! Are you slimy, double-crossing, no-good swindler? You've got a lot of guts coming here after what you pulled. <laughs> How you doing, you old pirate? So good to see you! Nico. Son of a bitch. Nico. Why does Erasure keep jumping? I don't understand. You have them it all is, checked. Was, oh, okay. You gotta uncheck. It is, it is Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Nico. <laughs> Nico, Nico, why is Jack there animosity between, light-hearted animosity between these two characters? Uh, well, the two characters are Han and Lando, and they're meeting each other on Cloud City. And the lighthearted animosity is about the lost card game that Lando had against Han for the title of the Millennium Falcon. Ooh. Well played, sir. Hey, just what a is bonus the name of the card game yes. that they're playing? Aha. <sighs> Come on, Nico. You can do it. No, it's I a game that they're playing Coruscant. I know, it's just see something. Fucking C <laughs> fucking A is correct, sir! <laughs> Eat! Just for the record, we got that answer a lot tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people would, they, they, they would we, we would ask fucking the question, a. you hear like, fuck! from the back of the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Sabak, oh, all right? Sabak? That sabak? is correct. It's a game of sabak. Yes, yep. correct. All right. I told you, she's fucking in something, eh? Question <laughs> number five. In this scene, what major plot point is about to take place? I love you. I know. Nico. Nico. Um... Luke and Vader are about to fight. Oh, wait, no, shit, that's later. No, in, in, incorrect, Greg. <laughs> oh, you, you're not going to give him the Hanga dipped in carbonite? You're not going to give him that? Ah, uh, sure. He answered wrongly first, but we'll give it to you. He did answer incorrectly first and gave Yokingly. me the answer immediately after. Yoke, hey, this is serious. This is Star Wars trivia. Take it hey, serious. But <laughs> if you think about it, in that same room, that very same room, Luke and Vader do fight. 
That's true. Yeah, and that it is does true. happen not long after that scene. But the question is, in this scene, what major plot point is about to take place? So you're jumping ahead a few scenes there. The same scene. But we'll give you the we'll give you the points. We'll give you the points. Alright. The score the technicalities. is you gave Greg a technicality. That's a great point. Alright, fine. The, I did not finish the clip, so there's your your one gimme. There's your makeup. There's yeah. your mulligan. So we got Nico with three. We've got Greg with two. Two questions remain. Hmm. Alright. Uh Scott. Next one. Let Greg, me, if you uh, don't get this next one, I win. I know. Oh, this is huge. Name the source of this sound. I swear one of these days they're gonna hire a producer. Do I get and be it? Done with all this nonsense. Your obsession with a razor is freaking me out here. Alright. Um I thought I clicked <laughs> off of it. <laughs> Name <laughs> the source of this sound. It's erasure. What the hell? All right. Steve has a strange obsession for late 80s, early 90s simple pop, uh, uh, is what he's got going on. There. This is an alcohol induced show, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, name the source of this sound. Greg. Ooh. I heard Greg. I heard Greg, too. Greg? It's the closing of a lightsaber. You are correct. Wow. Very well done. All right. It is three but to they, three. The real question is, whose lightsaber is it? Oh, that's I good. don't know what the answer is. But. <laughs> <laughs> they all sound very similar. Uh, but that was actually, there's a scene where Luke knocks Vader down the stairs when they're fighting in um, Oh yes, in, on, in uh, on Empire. Classic. Yep. And that is Luke's uh, lightsaber. Uh, how would you say designating? Yeah, yeah. Power, powering down, powering, powering off, whatever powering you want to call down. it. Yep. All right. This brings us. It's tied up three to three. This is huge. This, there's some bragging rights involved here. I think so. Yep. Uh, you guys are gonna ruin Christmas. We are. with this question. <laughs> we are. Thanks, guys. We're starting a family. <laughs> no. The student becomes the master. <laughs> and this is uh, this is another speed round question here. So, oh, dear God. Uh, Scott, you want to take this one? Yeah. What is the bad news that Luke heard immediately prior to this clip? Greg. I heard Greg. I did too. Oh, Again? How the fuck is this happening? I heard Greg. I said my full name before Greg even started. The bad These guys news. Are drunk and you can't hear. The bad news is that Luke just found out that George Lucas will direct all of the prequels. <laughs> Greg, you are correct. We're going to call that a draw. We'll call it a draw. We saved a family today. Because that is terrible, <laughs> terrible news that Luke found out, but it is not the answer we were looking for. Therefore, it is a draw. Well played, friends. Uh, actually, of course. That's <laughs> not true. That's impossible. <laughs> well, it's highly improbable. <laughs> Was it the robot chicken that, <laughs> that yeah. he says, well, it's kind of highly improbable yeah. yeah so funny speaking of 
the new season of Robot Chicken was just announced, and yeah. in the trailer, they have episode 7 bits of Ray and BB-8 oh. rolling down the sand dunes. Oh, <laughs> I can't so wait. Anybody, yeah, oh. anybody watch the uh, the Walking Dead episode of Robot Chicken? No. They had like all of they, they had all of the original Walking Dead cast doing bits for the Walking Dead Robot Chicken. Oh my <laughs> god, that's brilliant. Oh my yeah. god, that's it's awesome. pretty themselves. That's, that's really cool. I love it yeah. when they can make fun of themselves like that. Hey, yeah. I know we got a lot of stuff to talk about, but I am giving a lot of props to the people tonight. I want to throw out some of the names of the groups that these people put out there. So these are the team names of the uh, the trivia teams that showed up at Timeless Pints tonight, right? Yes, we okay. got BBD2, yeah. Rogue Squadron, Jabba Deluxe. That's a good one. Something, 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 Dark Side. Something, 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 Dark Side. <laughs> the Nerve Herders. <laughs> yeah. Jedi Pint Tricks. Jedi Jedi Jedi, Jedi Pint. Pint Tricks. Yes. Right. One and a half speed. Is that a lightsaber in your pocket? <laughs> the Tarkin Heads. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You missed that one. This is oh, my yeah. favorite. This is the best one to me. The Tarkin Heads. The Tarkin Heads. <laughs> Love it. Bad News Beers. <laughs> the Bad News Beers. Bad News Beers. Mars Attacks. The modal nodes yep. and Jar Jar pints. Oh, figuring little figure Dan love in there. That's awesome. Oh, actually, there were two others I forgot to mention: droids with hemorrhoids <laughs> <laughs> and God. worm in the asteroid. Worm in the asteroid <laughs> and uh, and Tarkin heads were. <laughs> were, were my Props two favorites. To all you nerds who came out to a brewery oh, to. Star Wars trivia. 14. That's fantastic. That's making me sad that I missed it. Actually, yeah, you guys, uh, that's pretty fantastic. We missed. A, you guys missed a great time. We we we'll do it again. I I have a feeling that Timeless Pints. Uh, they were they were pleased with how it went, and uh, you know we'll we'll bring this traveling roadshow to a bar near you. It's going to happen yes. again. And, and minus the I, fact that Steve nearly started a riot at the beginning when he told everyone that it was okay to jump up onto the furniture and start throwing glass. <laughs> that was a brilliant move. I, I did. I did. And and Ray actually poked her head from around the bar, and she looks at me and points her finger like a mother, and she goes, "No standing on the tables." So I'm like, huh. Sorry, my yeah. bad. <laughs> my bad, my bad. So throwing glasses was okay, but no standing <laughs> Well, it is Timeless Pints. It's a classy place. Best part about that? Yes, a glass was thrown and actually <laughs> broke. That's awesome. That oh, was a fun so night. Great. Well, we'll do it again. Thanks again, our good friends over at Timeless Pints, the best beer in Southern California. We really appreciate you having us, and uh, thanks so much for all the fans of the show and of Star Wars that came out to support us. Alright, so I'm talking to one of the teams here at uh, Timeless Pines Trivia. What's your team name? We are the Tarkin Heads. <laughs> you're, actually, you're, that was my favorite name, the Tarkin Heads. That's awesome. So what did you think about the first round? Was there a question that you guys are stuck on from the first round? It was the last question about the trash monster. Oh, the Dianoga. Oh, see, he knows things. Uh, it kind of helps if I wrote the questions. I'm really not that smart. So, uh, you guys are Star Wars fans? Yes. And uh, why, are, why, why are you a Star Wars fan? I've grown up with it all my life. I've introduced my nieces and nephews to it. I listen to all the audiobooks. 
so yeah, it's just been in the sessions. Nice, and this is your lady friend, or yeah, okay. And uh, do you just tolerate? Are you a fan too, or do you just kind of tolerate it for your for your, for your man here? No, I've loved it since I was a kid. I mean, we did really long road trips, and my parents would actually take VHS and record it onto the tapes and have movies in our car. So we watch Indiana Jones, we watch Star Wars by like just listening to the tapes in the car. So I've been living in love with it. Oh my God, that's awesome! Did you ever listen to the original like audio radio dramas, the Star Wars radio dramas? Oh, the Shadow. Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know there were Star Wars ones. Yeah, yeah, yep. They were produced uh, in the '70s, right after the movie came out, and they're they're fantastic. You should check them out. Um, so I noticed you're like the female Han Solo. Did you yes. make your costume? Uh, I made the vest, and I found the leggings and the top. Uh, it looks awesome. And you're rocking the uh, Skywalker uh, Rebels jersey yeah. here. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for being on the show, and I uh, hope you have fun today. Thank you. So, did you uh, did you give a shout out to the winner at all, or is that uh, is that, oh, uh, is that yeah. a deeply classified secret? No. So the winner. So his name was Brian, but what uh, team was he on? Oh my goodness, I Did can't remember. Brian Brian showed up in a uh, a green, a dark green imperial jacket with the imperial uh, uh, insignia. Yes. Uh, the ranking. The rank. The uh, rank insignia on on the jacket. Uh, super cool guy. You know what? He took all of his. Uh, what was his team? I can't remember. But we interviewed him at the end, and uh, uh, interwoven through the show, we'll try to build some of those interviews in. We did five or six uh, minute or two long interviews with the crowd. Yes, Scott and I did, and uh, we will weave that into the fabric of this here show. And we'll definitely feature the interview with Brian because Brian is actually a – get this, Greg. You're going to love this. Brian is a professional prop maker. He makes a living <gasps> by – yeah. He makes a living by making Star Wars props. Yes. And I'm like, have you made a, have you made a DL-44? And he's like, yeah, I made one for Adam Savage. Yeah. He, that is awesome. He made a prop. For Avin, Adam Savage, but he wouldn't tell oh, me. He wouldn't tell me which one it was because he said it's going to be on a future show of his. All right, so we're here with the winners. Right? We're here with the winners of Star Wars Trivia Timeless Finds, the Modal Nodes. Congratulations on your victory. You have won Star Wars Trivia. Well, it's kind of my job to know Star Wars. So, what am I going to do? So, what is, I gotta, tell us about your job? I make props for cosplayers for enthusiasts for people to want to display it on their shelf. Adam Savage is one of my customers. Oh my god. So no kidding. Yeah. That's huge. He bought I can't say what he bought because it might show up in a video <laughs> soon at some point on tested. But yeah, I have I have customers that are, you know, high end cosplayers. So. Alright. So what kind of stuff do you make? You make um, I you you Yours? were showing me some of the uh, like you show me the DL forty four that you made. Yeah. What else what other models uh, and uh, props do you make? Uh, Poe blasters. Uh, Jin Urso blaster is the most popular thing I think I've ever sold. Seriously, it's the most popular thing? Yes. The, the that is like the most empowering girl gun ever. Like every cosplayer wants that gun. Nice. So, nice. It's amazing. And how, so how long have you been a Star Wars fan? Uh, well, I was one year and three months old, and then Star Wars came out. So okay, so yeah. from then on, so you're born in 70, 70, uh, 76, 76, then, yes. right? 
Yep. Okay, it would have been April of 76. March. 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 I was close. Actually, close. When, it, when it went into production, it went into production right around my birthday, so. Nice. There you go. Nice. And this is your partner in crime here. Sean. Uh, so we got Brian, uh, right? Yeah, Brian and Sean. And Sean. Sean, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Now, uh, are you a Star Wars, longtime Star Wars fan as well? I am a fan and an enthusiast, but I hardly carried this team. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll put it that way. Well, you got to have one ringer. Brian is the ringer, I have a feeling. Brian is the ringer. Okay. I did, I did uh, maybe 15% of the job. Did most of the drinking. That's generous, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so talk about that. So so let's talk a little bit about Timeless Pints. I, I describe this place as sort of my cheers, like sort oh, yeah. of where oh, yeah. I go and everybody knows your name. So w give me your description of Timeless Pints in, in a few words. You want to be there. Yeah. You know, the, the, staff, the staff is amazing. They make you feel like you've been friends for years. You know yeah. what I mean? Um... It's home. Yep. It's home away from home. Yep. Yeah. I, I get it. Absolutely. Hey, thanks you guys for coming out. Congratulations well, on the victory. You. And I uh, hope to do it again. Thank you very much. It was fun. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. I feel like Cliff Claver. <laughs> <laughs> or John Ratzenberger. <laughs> General uh, or, uh, Durland. Who knew? Yeah, who knew right? that? Yeah, I, I, who knew that? You did. Well, I knew it was Ratzenberger. Come on. <laughs> He had to be there. He's, he's in the Toy Story. Yeah, he's in every Pixar movie. Yeah. So, Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Sweet. Well, so, he, Adam Savage yeah. made his own on his little web series. He made, he did a one-day build for a DL44 on his own little web uh, series. Supposedly, supposedly he made it. Um, supposedly. But that's say, already, are we that's already to aired. Say that out loud? Yeah. Yes. That's already, that, I mean, that, that, that web webisode thing has already aired. That's already been on... It's already out there in the world. You can go to YouTube and look at that right now. <laughs> now there maybe, was, this, maybe this is something else. Cool. Yes. Well, there was, one, there was one team that we got to give a shout-out to because they were clearly listeners of the Wretched Hive podcast. The name of this team was One and a Half Speed. Yes, and, and they're not just listeners of the podcast. I think they have a special person <laughs> they like on this show. Right. Uh, and we're going to call you out a on... A fan favorite, if you will. A fan favorite. Yes. Uh, this one goes out to Greg Lent. Um, so this was the uh, this was the oh, vi nice. this was the visual round. Okay. So the first picture we put up was the picture of Luke looking off. So it was name this character. Who is this character? Right. The first picture was Luke looking off at the twin sons on Tatooine. So the answer is really easy. Luke Skywalker. Except they didn't get it right. They actually put Luke Sky Scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but from this point on, we'll go through the list of pictures. I think this number two picture was uh, Newt Gunray. That right. That's right. Let me let me bring this up while you. Uh... Do that. So, uh, what did, what did they put for the answer to Newt Gunray? Yes, this is a very popular answer with this team. Uh, Glenn Fry. <laughs> <laughs> number. <laughs> do you have number three? Uh, yeah. So, number two was Newt. Number three was Nine Numb. Nine Numb. Everyone's favorite co-pilot. This guy just couldn't quite get it right, and he thought it was Don Henley. <laughs> <laughs> number four. What was number four? Number again? four was Kit Fisto, Kit one of the, Fisto. one of the most badass <coughs> Jedi's no. ever. Right, right. Green guy, lots of tentacles coming off his head. Brilliant smile. Mm -hmm. uh, right. uh, but for some reason, 
he definitely could eyeballs. Yes. massive eyeballs yes uh, uh but he can wield a, a lightsaber just like joe walsh <laughs> yes but i think at this point he lost track of the actual eagles character so let's go to number so five. he had this eagle thread going on and then he went he, he yeah no love for timothy b schmidt or Don no, or, no, uh, no, no 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 for for salacious crumb his answer was burt bacharach <laughs> <laughs> Bert Bacharach. So Bert Bacharach is in the Eagles now, according to this guy. Yes, and the last one. Last one was uh, well, uh, number six was Shmi Skywalker, and he wrote Mrs. Skywalker. Pretty close, actually. <laughs> Not bad, but she wasn't married. Never married. That's right, she Skywalker. So, uh, and then he finally just gave up after that. Well, no, number seven. Although. <laughs> Wait a minute. We got we we got to unpack this a little bit. All right. Because so Luke Skywalker, yes. the son of Anakin Skywalker. Right. Right. Yes. Yep. yep. Shmi Sky, Skywalker, but no father. How, how does how does he how does Anakin get the get the Skywalker name? Just defaults to the mother. Yes, I guess so. Shouldn't he just be Anakin like Madonna? Like share, <laughs> yeah, just Anakin. Well, actually, he did say that his name was Luke Sky Scratcher, so he didn't really get that one right either. That that makes his phrase forever going to be Sky Scratcher from here on out. Best of the visual trivia, though, that uh, we had no answer from uh, one and a half speed. Yes, we had uh, Major Durlin who, of course, is played by John Ratzenberger in The Empire Strikes Back. And we, we put Cliff Clavin up on the up on the screen <laughs> as the answer. So that, that, awesome. that got a little bit of a good laugh. So it was a good time. Guys, we need to get together and do this uh, another uh. time down in your area. We'll come, we'll come down south. We'll make the trek and uh, we'll go to Barley Forge, yeah, sell sounds... this to Barley Forge, something like that. we got to get this done. Yeah, sounds fantastic. That's uh, it, it, yeah. I'm 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 glad that the people turned out, and it sounds like it was a really fun event. I'm uh, I'm sorry that I missed it. Yeah, yeah. It, That's it, okay. There will be other time, other opportunities for sure. All right. So uh, I'm here with Rob, uh, host of the show, uh, host of the trivia tonight. Rob, you did a bang up job. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's been so, a while, but with your great help and awesome support, I think we got through it. We got through it. So Ken mentioned that you were the original uh, trivia host here. I was the original. I was the OG original host. <laughs> you yeah. launched it. Uh, I, yes, I launched okay. it. All right, I launched okay. it. Uh, and in like uh, some space programs, I, I succeeded. <laughs> so I've been asking folks what their impression of Timeless Planets is because I. What, the way I describe it to my friends, it's like my cheers. You know, like everybody knows your name. What, what do you, when you think of Timeless Pines, what do you, what comes to mind? Uh, Timeless Pines is a great place to hang out. Family, friends, uh, good beer, good atmosphere. If you don't mind a few dogs, uh, you know, nipping at your ankles once in a while, it's a great place. But staff is, staff is friendly, staff is great. Just a lot of friends. If you're up friends uh, with people when you show up, you will be by the time you leave. No doubt about it. No doubt about it at all. Hey, thanks a lot for doing this tonight. Really, I know you had to step in kind of the last minute. I really appreciate. It. It's nice to meet you, and um, thanks for thanks for being Thank you. I appreciate you writing all the questions uh, and bringing down great guests. And I think everybody had a great time seeing uh, the questions you put together and the gifts that you brought. And uh, 
I think you're going to get a lot more hits and uh, attraction to your, your podcast. You know, if that that would be great. If I could do this for a living and somehow get paid for it, I would do this every day of my life. This was just an absolute blast. So thanks for being part of it. Me too. And you're always welcome anytime. Pretty cool. You see, my friends here are a perfect example of the combined talents of the Wretched Hive Podcast. Ridiculous. We are influencing James Cameron. We are. I think we are. Eat a you-know-what, blue cats. Jesus, I would happily watch The Clone Wars on a repeating loop than have to watch True Detective Season 1 again. Festering pile of nonsense. I don't know how inebriated on a scale of 1 to however much these guys are I am tonight, but I'm getting there. Glenn Fry was the most egotistical jerk out of all of them. What an asshole. There's a good possibility what? that Nico is twerking a moonfish. There's a problem with our country, okay? And it's Chewbacca mom. That's the problem. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Can we just get back to the show, please? Alright, guys, we've got some news to get into this week. Let's get right into it immediately, right now. Son of a bitch. You got the volume down. Why does it turn down? This is ABC World News Tonight. No, it's not. It's Star Wars news with the Wretched Hive. So be it. Guys, I don't know if you've heard. But if there, anyone knows a producer. There is <laughs> there if anyone knows a producer, we're hiring. Um, there is a movie coming out next week, Ralph, Star Wars Episode Ralph, 8. Ralph Garman's looking for a job. Ralph Garman. <laughs> oh, oh, poor oh. Ralph Garman. Greg, you had to go there, man. We're going to oh, have a two-hour discussion on this Bring now. us down. Uh, Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi, debuts next week. The official date of release is uh, December 15th, 2017. That's Friday. I know a lot of us on the show are seeing the movie Thursday night. I personally have tickets for 7 p.m. on December 14th. That's Thursday. And I think, Greg, you're seeing it Thursday night as well. Aren't you seeing the double feature? I'm seeing the double feature of The Force Awakens Last Jedi starting at 3 p.m. So I'm assuming that The Last Jedi starts somewhere around that 7 p.m. time frame. Yep, that's fantastic. And is is Nico accompanying you to that showing? No, he is not. He oh. and his uh, and his better half could not get the time off required to make the trip up north from deep oh. in the bowels of California, the pit of hell known as San Diego. Oh, Nico, when are you going to see this movie? Do you have Do you have tickets yet, or are you going to see it that weekend? We're going to see it the weekend. Okay. Um, yeah, unfortunately, my my beautiful fiance Alana has work until about seven or eight o'clock on both Thursday and Friday. Yeah. So uh, we might see it Friday night. Um, but yeah, she works early and then stays late because she's an awesome boss like that. Um, so we have to wait a couple of days to see it. Yeah. But I'll not be looking at my phone for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, you gotta avoid the spoilers. And Scott, I'm assuming you're making your your traditional trek up to uh, Groman's, or what are you, or TLC Chinese Theater? What are you, what are you doing? Yeah, we're. Uh, I was unable to get tickets for Friday night, so um, we are doing Saturday morning at Groman's okay. Chinese in uh, Hollywood. Is it Groman's now? What they, they call it? They still call it Groman's. They it's, do. It's, okay. I think it's called uh, TLC Groman's Chinese. Okay. So. Scott Scott is the only one who still calls it Grauman's Chinese Theater, and he just refuses to give that up. <laughs> I still want to say Man's Chinese Theater every time I, I 
I say it, but I catch myself. Man, I, I got to tell you, when it was man's for forever, actually, I still called it grommets. It drove me crazy that it was man's. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Scott, don't go, don't go chasing waterfalls the next time when you go to see that movie. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> lost me, man. I can't believe you just pulled that reference. Uh, so this movie is coming out. Uh, it sounds like two-fifths of us are seeing it Thursday night. Um, I thought I we would know spend... What yeah. I don't know what Dave's doing. What is Dave doing? Dave, no. I do not know. Dave, I, and I actually paused a second ago. I apologize. It is uh, 11.14 p.m. as we record the show. And Dave just messaged me. He says, leaving work, my friend. He just Ugh. stopped. Yeah, so he's he's grinding it uh, with meetings and, and uh, late night client meetings. It's I don't a, know when Dave is seeing it. It's a tough haul at the ninety nine cent store. So uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of there's, <laughs> there's a lot of tacos to make at Taco Bell this time of night. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a busy time of year for Target. Well, and Dave is in charge of he cleans out the slushy machine. I was so gonna say, you got you got to stand in front of that mall, clanging that goddamn bell all night long until the mall closes. He's got guys. like four jobs. <laughs> when, when you're like Dave and you work four jobs, it's it's a tough, uh, it's tough haul, man. So let's let's get into it just a little bit. I, you know, these these the, the uh, Star Wars episode eight, the Last Jedi actors have been making the rounds. I mean, it is almost unprecedented. The, the amount of airtime and screen time, social media time, these guys are putting in right now. Yeah. It is every day, all day, uh, contract fulfillment for, for these actors. And actually, the last junket I saw, they all looked exhausted. Oh, yeah. Everybody but Daisy Ridley, who's just perpetually happy and gorgeous. Everybody else was just like... Fucking beautiful, looking, man. That's looking, what she is. She is. Uh, but every, uh, you know, all the actors are just looking tired, and, and who can blame them? I mean, they've been going nonstop for weeks now, promoting this movie. Mark Hamill has any actor in in recent memory ever been in the mainstream media for as long as he has, as prominently he, as he has uh, for the last month? I I can't think of anything comparable. Mark Hamill is everywhere. No, oh, he's a he's yeah. A- yeah, he's ahead. put himself out there all over the place, and you know, I, I and I, I think to, to be fair, I think last time with the Force Awakens, I think Harrison Ford did a similar job. I mean, we we were yeah. we were commenting at the time that it, he was like back in a big way into the franchise, and he was on everything. I mean, he was really the face of that movie uh, from a marketing standpoint, and I think that they've you know they're they're really letting go with with Hamill this time. But but for me, like the big miss on all this, and I haven't, you know, and and, and I, I know that we host a Star Wars podcast and all, but it's, I I've kind of stayed away from a lot of the stuff, um, a little bit purposely, a little bit just because life's been in the way. But the one that I'm missing, of course, is is our princess, is Carrie Fisher. Missing missing seeing her this time around because she was just a joy the last time on all of the interviews. So I'm really sad that she's gone. Yeah. She, she was fantastic just because of who she was in her personal life. She just came across that way. She had the energy. She had the, the snarkiness. She had everything going. And yeah, it's, you're, you're absolutely right, Greg. She is sorely missed in these, but Mark Hamill, 
is no slouch. This guy is a, a personal multimedia marketing machine. She, he really is. And he's, um, he's oh, really doing a great job taking advantage yeah. of this time and and just loving the spotlight. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys mentioned that Carrie isn't isn't around, and obviously she's she's uh, passed on. But she, Carrie Fisher, has been so prominently featured in all the ads and the yes. trailers. It's um, it's almost like she hasn't left us. It, it's it's she's she's ever present in the marketing for this film, and I think that's it, it's kind of cool. Did you see that they also? Uh... There's an there's an alien Gary the the French bulldog that's in the Last Jedi. There's no. an alien version of Gary the French bulldog. Oh, that's awesome! I didn't see that. What? So I'll I'll put I'll put it on the Twitter page. It's it's basically okay. it's in the background. It's somebody holding this this little tiny little alien creature that looks like a cross between a bulldog and some kind of alien, and the tongue hanging out the mouth just like it does with with little Gary <laughs> oh, there. That's so that's awesome. What a tribute! Yeah. What a nice tribute! That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. that's great. Well, the the uh, the cast has been making the rounds, and uh, the entire cast recently was on the Jimmy Kimmel show. It actually was a a really great segment. The whole segment uh, they they went through the entire cast. Um, they did a little bit with Mark Hamill at the beginning with him and uh, uh, Jimmy Jimmy's uncle or what what is that guy Guillermo or something? <laughs> He's always on the show. He's the guy that stands off to the side. Guillermo's just the security guard, you know. Um... A lot attendant, something like that. So, oh yeah, I got it mixed up with cousin Sal for some reason. Yes, that that one's an actual relative. The, yeah. the other one's just somebody who works there. So, a great little bit with uh, Mark Hamill and Guillermo, the security guard. Uh, wonderful little Jedi mind trick stuff going on, and then they go into this full interview, which was amazing. They really did. Uh, they showcased it in a, in a wonderful way. They brought out the main cast. Uh, had some great little interviews, and without letting them go, they bring in all the supporting cast members. <clears throat> excuse me and uh including ryan johnson and um i'm sorry ryan's johnson it was it was quite awkward seeing all the cast members with his johnson out there but it worked it, oh, it hanging, hanging out with ryan's johnson yeah just hanging out with ryan's johnson you know ryan's johnson is the longest in the history of star wars yeah, that's that's what i hear yeah yeah, yeah. wonderful <laughs> lucky lucky guy um so it, it, it's wonderful. There's some great stories they all come up with, some great little things. All in the meantime, trying to desperately not reveal anything. Yeah. Uh, they did do the thing that's very common now where they'll say what the first word is of uh, of the series, and I believe it was we are were is the first oh. word spoken. And uh, the other thing that was kind of interesting is they had Laura Dern there, and uh, Jimmy had a, a wonderful little segment or, or, or a talking moment with her about being in two huge franchises uh like jurassic park mm. and now this and she goes off onto this little tangent and then just turns and she just like right there like almost professes her love to mark hamill how she was just so in love with him when she was a young girl and she's sitting there on the stage with him and it was it, it was endearing it was sweet and it was a nice moment um it seemed a little bit out of the normal uh, circuit routine that these guys kind of go through. You know, answer a couple questions, I can't say anything, and then move on to the next one. It really felt a little more personal. Yeah. So I had oh, a good time Good time watching it. That's so nice. Yeah, it that's was good. great. I need to go back and check that out. Uh, one do. thing, I, I am going to, yeah, definitely watch it, because the other thing I found very interesting was in the interview, they have the discussion about the Porgs. 
<laughs> they I, do. I had to bring this one up. So they ask all the cast members what they think of the Porgs. And Ryan Johnson is sitting right there. So all of them say they love the Porgs, except for Finn. Right. And I thought <laughs> that moment, and he really kind of has this disgusted, like, no way. Why are you even bringing this up? And Ryan Johnson turns around and gives him one of the best dirty glare looks I've ever seen. Yeah. Great moment. Great moment. So I, I actually heard that clip. I'll, I, awesome. If I can if I can find it, I'll, I'll insert it right here. But yeah. Boyega says something yeah. like, I don't like the Porgs. Right. They freaked me out. Yeah. But he gave a little bit of a, a little clue away. He said something like, um, I saw them all in a hole in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And there were little ones and big ones, and they were looking at me, and it freaked me out. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So he kind of tried to recover. Um, <coughs> I think that's why the glare happens, because when he says it, it's kind of a funny moment, but then when he's going into the description, Ryan Johnson's sitting in the row right in front of him yeah. and does this turnaround look like, I know they're playing, but it, there is a moment it's like, did you say something? Did you? Yeah. And most people aren't going to know, but eh, it was a fun moment. Yeah. So two two things that rise to the surface for me from all this promotional uh, media and just uh, having the, cra- the the cast in the spotlight for so long. So the first thing that jumped out was, number one, um, the secrecy around this movie is has been much better than around The Force Awakens. I mean, we basically knew the plot of The Force Awakens before the movie came out hmm. we did and, and i think that's kind of why i've tried to stay away from a lot of this whenever possible because we did know a lot about the other movie going into it and i've, I've tried to avoid that so this one I, I and i'm not seeking it out i was kind of seeking it out with the force awakens this one i'm pulling back a little bit because i want to be i want more of an element of surprise but um it just seems to me that they've done a better job locking it down this time around. Yeah. Uh, the second theme that I just wanted to point out was this movie's going to get dark. Because all we keep hearing is, and the, the, the cast will say it, this movie's so much darker. There's dark moments. Uh, there's ambiguity in whether the character is, is, is uh, on the dark or the light side of the force. I think we're gonna see we're gonna have characters that are tormented, that are struggling with their own beliefs, and I think that's going to cause us as fans to to wrestle with our own thoughts about it. And I I for one cannot wait. I mean, like many Star Wars fans, The Empire Strikes Back or A New Hope is my favorite of the Star Wars films to date, depending on the day, the mood I'm in. Generally, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards Empire as being my favorite. And I think it's because of that unknown element, that dark element, and I think we're gonna get that with this movie, just based on what I've seen in interviews. That all the cast keeps talking about is how dark it is and how different it is from The Force Awakens. And so I just wanted to kind of throw that out there to you guys and see if you were kind of sensing that too, or uh, am I off? base here what do you what do you think scott you think we're going to get a darker film absolutely uh and and to touch on what you're talking about with the empire strikes back i really like um 
the idea. There's there's a, a great quote from oh god, I, I'm almost I'm I'm pretty sure it's it's from Clerks. Man, I wish Dave was here because he would pull that knowledge just like no problem. But uh, there is a moment where they're doing a Star Wars reference dialogue sequence where he talks about Empire, like everything bad is happening in that movie. You know, the rebels lose. Um, you know, Han gets frozen, taken away with Boba Fett. Luke gets his hand cut off. Sorry, it's... I'm having trouble with the connection. Please try again in a moment. Thanks, Siri. Ah, Siri. Thanks, Siri. She's so yeah. That's 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 where they're Dante and and Randall are debating which is the better movie, Empire or Jedi. Yes, uh, yes, that's correct. Thanks, Greg. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that whole thing is is uh, is a wonderful. It's one of the reasons why I love the Empire Strikes Back. Everything that's building up to this is a dark feeling because we're getting told that it's going to be dark. But if you really think about where the character is going to go in this film, and we don't know a lot about it, I like the fact that what we do know is that we're being told that each one is going to be going off into their own little like adventures. And each one of them, you got to look at the fact that John Boyega's character Finn um, is in the fact that he's in he's in a recovery mode after having basically what looks like his spine sliced up. Um, you have Ray who's searching to find out who she really is. You have Luke who's kind of disturbed by training Ray or whatever we're getting in these in these teasers and trailers. Um, something more powerful than he might be expecting. Um, there's a lot of darkness going on here. You have the conflict that's happening inside uh, uh, Kylo Ren's character. You have all this these possibilities of of characters going down dark paths, and. Um, and the stuff that we've talked about, the rumors and speculations of what Luke might be driving at. He's been in seclusion. He's taken himself out of, out of ex- uh, basically existence, and now he's trying to train Ray in what we think might be a different path than a normal Jedi training program. So there's going to be a lot of new stuff that we see in this film, and I really have this, this sense, this overall sense that we're getting something very similar to Empire. And I like that feeling. I like that the darkness that it, it's going to bring to this franchise. Just My the, body is ready for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just the idea uh. that Luke says, and it's obviously a very well-known line now. It's featured heavily in the in the early trailer. Luke Skywalker says, "The Jedi must end." Yeah. I mean, where must Luke be? And if if you watch all the trailers, he's very negative in every scene. He's like, you know, I, I've seen this kind of power once before, and I wasn't ready, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not going there again, and you know, whatever the line is, and he's just very sort of like brooding and dark and pushing Ray away. But I think the exciting part of this is you're going to get this Luke Skywalker that's denying the call to adventure, and he's going to nevertheless get pulled back in and i'm really really excited to see that nico i'm curious to 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 get your your take on this where do you think this film is going to go with with luke and ray do you think that is is ray's destiny to become a jedi or are we going to see something else from that character um can confirm first canon gray jedi in star wars episode 8 the last jedi Wow, you're calling your shot? Grey Jedi, huh? Mm-hmm. It's the balance. She even says in the trailer, Luke asks her, what do you see? And she says, I see the light. And I see darkness. Mm. And I see 
the balance and the embodiment of gray Jedi at their core is the balance in a single individual perfectly of the light side of the force and the dark side of the force. And I think that's really where this entire movie is going with, you know, all the the personal developments of all these characters and stuff. But I think as a moral, the last Jedi is because the Jedi Order Mm -hmm. is ending in a sense that we're not going to get the pure light side Jedis anymore. That would really be taking it... in, in, taking it in a different direction because I don't and and Scott I'm going to lean on you for this with the the um, expanded universe. Has there ever been a gray Jedi? I mean, all I whenever you know, it's either you're either using the dark side or the light side. There's never been a light side Jedi, for lack of a better way to put it, that taps into the dark side too every now and then. Mm, it, it, I can argue that or. Mace Windu did. When did Mace tap into the dark side? Every time that he fought, you would see the anger in his face. Mm. And then he would center himself after a battle, put his lightsaber away, and come back to the light. Hmm. Interesting. Scott, what, what do you have, what's your take on that? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that that subject was covered or at least talked about in the old expanded universe. Um I, I don't have a specific thing. I'd have to go back and look, but the concept of Luke moving on past Return of the Jedi and becoming a, a leader of the new Jedi Order and training new Jedi, uh, and also with with what eventually happens with uh, Han and Leia's children, um, again, speculation based off of what's now not canon, um, the subject matter changes a lot because or or the characters the way that they develop they do do they do have the light and dark side conflict that happens but i think there is a character in there somewhere i can't remember the name though can't believe this is uh this mind this mind thing is happening to me today you know what too many beers at timeless pints yeah um best beer in southern california (laughs) can't really blame you but yeah i think it's at least touched upon that there is a gray movement out there or, or something different than what we've we've been shown on screen greg can jedi exist in one side of the force and tap into the other is that possible yeah i haven't seen that happen yet but you know the whole thing is to make this uh, story grow and to go places we haven't been before and so i i think i think that this is the next logical step this is the next step of the evolution is that you know there is no more light side and there is no more dark side there is going to be a blending of the two and so you will you know you will have this guy who is is was that chaotic neutral is what i guess what you have so it's the dnding of the star wars universe i guess is what we're doing here well you know what's fascinating is that you know you take (laughs) and star wars fans are great at this you know building out one line in one movie and making it bigger than it it possibly is i mean uh obi-wan kenobi said to anakin in their final battle only the sith see an absolute um and so so are you are you saying saying something in absolute though uh, exactly right well, then the the right the Jedi can never form attachments. So that's, that's the other. so. But is it so? Then could you have a dark side Jedi 
that can tap into the light? I think it's more of a light side Jedi becoming corrupted over to the dark. So most Force users would start in in learning the basics of of the Force and then becoming corrupted by the power that that brings and transferring to the dark side. But doesn't that... But that's... Okay, so they're gray for 30 seconds while they struggle and then they flip to the dark side. But what I think we're talking about is a character that's that's evolving from just light or just dark into something that's a blend that Ray would exist moving forward as this gray Jedi. Not in a transition, but in a permanent state of being. And I, God, I, uh, um, well, in the, I know I, in the, I comics, have a hard time digesting Jedi. that. Really? In the old comics, the great Jedi were, were part of the expanded universe. Um, there was, um, at least one that made an actual appearance in the old comic books. I can't cite that for you right now. Um, no, Nico's but yeah, they right. Were... Yeah. Go on, Nico. Sorry. Uh, Scott yeah, can help you um, out. He's agreeing with you. But mm. they've never been part of the canon universe, and and I think that it would be a really exciting kind of um, prospect for that to be an actual canon in an episodic movie of having a gray Jedi. Yeah, huh. Nico's correct, um, and and I was trying to remember back where this all kind of came up, but there was a lot of of expanded universe material out there uh, when it when it actually was considered canon. Um, there was a series called The Old Republic. Mm. Uh, and it talks about the history of the Jedi. It talks about the history of Force users and how that division happened. There was, the, uh, I believe, a, a section of that where they called it the Great Sith War. Um, all this stuff that really leads up to the Jedi and the Sith that we know nowadays based off of the movies, based off of the actual film canon. So what? In, there's a lot of character. There's a lot of of, of doubt and question on some of these characters and what they really were, what they stood for and they were considered Grey Jedi Hmm. and their abilities all varied but there was a mixture and most of them seemed to have a tendency to lean towards uh, the Jedi order as opposed to the Sith Hmm. Um, but if you go into the history of that you can go look through the old um, I think it's called Knights of the Old Republic or something like that Uh, that whole old game yeah, that's right? the game, right? And I think the comic was mm-hmm. something similar. If it's not, it's just called uh, the Old Republic or something. I mean, I guess it's an interesting concept because none of us are truly, you know, purely a hundred percent good <laughs> or yeah. purely bad. We've all got sort of gray aspects to our personality, so it makes it makes sense that that Jedi would would function the same way, and they've mm-hmm. they've got their own internal struggles. Certainly, we've seen Anakin struggle dramatically. Obi Wan had relationships and attachments. Yes, uh, many of the Jedi struggle with this, so it it it, it makes only sense. in his younger life though. He wouldn't have had any later in his life later in his life when he could have possibly sired a, a person who would become his niece later on down the road. That never ever would have happened. All evidence to the contrary, considering <laughs> his niece is the star of Episode Eight. But that's another that's another topic. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Greg, Greg Kenobi. Greg, we, we're going to have to have a discussion about this. Uh, Steve got his ego pumped up a lot tonight because there are a lot of people siding with him on the Kenobi theory True. at Timeless Pints. However, it was at the end of the show, so one could say that there was a lot of alcohol <laughs> influence in those theories. Mm. Mm. Right. Like yeah. Ryan's Johnson never had a drink. Right. That's right. right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we will know. We will be closer to the answer. Well, that was another thing that we talked about at Timeless Pints. It, everyone sort of agreed, uh, whatever the answer is, we're not going to know it after episode eight. There's going to be hints. There's going to be clues. Yeah. But the overriding sentiment is that we are not going to know the answer after episode eight. And I hope well, we don't. You, I hope we can. They're, they're, okay, so, so they're thinking that the answer to Ray's lineage is not answered in episode eight. Correct. That's the consensus? Yes. Yeah. That there are clues, that there are clues given. And I actually think that I, I heard uh, Daisy say that in an interview, that that you you come closer to an understanding of it, but it's not um, it's not the, you know, I am your father moment. It's more it's more like some hints that you get that towards the ultimate answer which will be divulged in in episode nine. I found that interesting because we had that discussion uh, at the end of the, the show tonight um, while recording. Uh, I actually agreed with that while we were having the discussion, but what made me think about it later on, but actually I'm kind of questioning it is we all know that the force awakens is, is very much more uh, very much uh, uh, almost like a remake of a new hope mm. or a, a modern day version of it. <clears throat> and we know that this one has a lot of similarities to the Empire Strikes Back, like this, the AT-ATs, uh, the sand battle or whatever that is, salt battle that they're going to be having with the little skim speeder or whatever those things are. If it's so mm. close to that, we got the huge revelation. Maybe it's a misdirect with all these interviews and everything going on that they're just letting us know that we're just going to get a couple little tidbits mm. here and there. We might get a shocking moment like that. And maybe it's not going to be about Ray that we get that information. Maybe there's something else we haven't seen or even thought or discussed about. You've got Kylo Ren slamming his helmet into the wall in frustration yeah. in the trailer. What's that about? Yeah. He's not actually a solo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the Ben Kenobi... Two, he, the second. He, he, Ky he killed, Kylo he Kenobi. killed Han for no reason, and he's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't go full dark side when that happened. Man. What do you think of your ancient weapons now, old man? <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, we're going to have more information next week. Yeah. And uh, we are going to have some little mini episodes leading up between now and... The release of Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Please continue to check your podcast feed. We're going to have some little mini shorts. we got to get caught up on the news. There's too much to talk about to go a whole two weeks without talking about this. So uh, we're going to produce some mini episodes between now and then. Yeah. Yeah. So pay attention, people. A quick off-topic. Yes, sir. Quick off-topic. Because we've, we've all talked about the darker look of movies, the darker tones, and the directors we would like to see in the Arisen in another franchise, and I just kind of want to get your take on 
that Quentin Tarantino possibly oh. developing a Star Trek movie. What do you guys think? I saw that. I mean, to me, he is... If he's not the best director going right now, he's he's maybe one of the most creative and interesting directors uh, still working today. I, I think it's almost irresistible. I mean, if that's true, how... I mean, I would be thrilled. It would be so interesting to see his take on sci-fi. Period. I don't. He's doesn't done anything that's close to sci-fi. And I'm. I, yeah, he's, a, he's. Go ahead, Greg. I, I think I agree with you because you know he's kind of he, he he's taken on the gangster flick. He's taken on the you know the the westerns. He's he he took on the World War Two flick. Um, and, and you know they've all been a, a varying quality, but I think they've all been very good. So I, I it makes me excited about seeing it. It's gonna be a, he did the Ninja Samurai thing. Well, that's kind of a that's kind of a cross genre that kind of covers a bunch of genres because there's a lot of western in that. There's a lot of you know gangster in that. There's there's yeah. um, but it is it is a ninja you know chopsaki you know an ode to a chopsaki flick right you know so yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I, I I think it's really I'd be a really fun ride to him to him getting to work in the uh, in the Star Trek universe. Yeah, no matter what, it will be the Star Trek movie with the most fucks in it. So, <laughs> so I'm excited for that. Now, do you do you think do you think it would go that far? Do you think they would go like full on Tarantino, or do you think they would dial it back? I think they. They would dial it back. They'll dial it back. I but think they'd have to. They'll get something in there. You know he, he's going to get enough Tarantino in there, but it will be dialed back. Oh, you know. Because even, even, the, even the Marvel movies and, and Justice League that just came out are, are full of shits and dams and, you know, and, yeah. and all kinds. Of, you know, they're not quite F-bomb territory yet, but they're assholes and shits and... yeah. Oh, you know, off-screen, uh, Kirk was a, a cussing man. You know. Oh, you know he was. Oh, yeah, he'd have to be. Especially with the reboot here, this whole J.J. Abrams stuff. Now, here, here's... When you mentioned that, my first thought was, do you think the, the Roddenberry camp threw that out there in sort of in the wake of the J.J. news about him directing Episode Nine? Like, okay, well, we lost J.J. <laughs> again to yeah. Star Wars. We need to be in the news. Who can we throw? Who can we create a rumor about that would cause some uh, some buzz? You know, ah, Tarantino. Story that I heard was that while JJ is fully committed to um, Star Wars, he's developing with working on story ideas together on the Star Trek one. That's what I had. That's what I the story I had read. Okay. Yeah, I actually heard that on one of the morning shows out here, and. Uh... That that really piqued my interest. That he was collaborating with him on it. I was like, oh wow, that all right. That's I'm, pretty cool. Let's go all in on that. Huh. All right, well, guys, it's going to be an exciting week. Um, episode fifty uh, was well timed with uh, this this movie. I can't believe it. We made it to fifty episodes. I gotta. I, I wish Dave was on on uh, for this, but I, I gotta thank you guys so much for 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 this fun ride we've had for two years, fifty episodes. Yes, um, it's been it's we been still got of... at least two more years in us, right? Or are we all done? Are we calling it now? <laughs> we're like fuck you guys, we're out. <laughs> no, no, I I don't think uh, I don't think we're quitting anytime soon. I 
we're going to ride this out as long as we can. And, uh, you know, thanks for, thanks for the ride. And for all of our listeners, too, thanks a lot for hanging with us. And uh, we hope to continue to grow this thing. And uh, we appreciate your listenership. And, guys, I appreciate you. So thanks. You got all sentimental, and I was going to go with two points you just said right there. You went really, like, I, I was getting a little choked up, a little teary-eyed. <laughs> I can see that. And then you went a little corporate on me with this, you know, let's see how we can we can grow this. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's think outside the box, gentlemen. <laughs> let's find some synergies, guys. Let's find some synergies. Uh, I, have, I have one thing before we close this thing out, if, yes, if we're getting close to that. Yeah, throw uh, it up. I, I missed one shout-out. I would like to thank a special friend we actually do have connections on this show nice um for all the prizes tonight at the timeless pints trivia i'd like to thank my friend joe who supplied me with the special rogue one uh promo pack with a bunch of really cool fun little giveaways so you have an extra one of those for uh i might co-host yeah i might have a couple that's pretty sweet yeah nice so uh thank you joe for sure thank you so much that actually came thank you timeless Pints. Yes, Timeless Pints. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, what a great night. Yeah. What a great night. We will be back. And, uh, boy, Timeless Pints really came through big for us tonight. And and the person that yelled out the answer, fuck. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> that was Whoever hilarious. you were, you ruled. You made that night. So <laughs> Maybe it was Tarantino. It could have been. Could have been him. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up, guys. Well, guys, now the last Jedi's over. You know what that means? Do you? Hansel? You know what that means? Hansel? Are we gonna all start working on solo projects? <laughs> <laughs> solo is only five months away, guys. Five months to solo. Wow. There is what's the release date on that? May. Is the it... Force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> is it May twenty fifth? That would be great if it Wouldn't was. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Yeah, I, I am I am almost 100 percent sure because I looked it up earlier. Um, release date set for May 25th. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. 2018, 41 years to the day. That's crazy. Fantastic. Well, we encourage you to call us and uh, leave a message on the Wretched Hive hotline. That's five six two four five five four four eight three. That's five six two. 455 Hive. Leave us a message and uh, it's a virtual guarantee we'll get on the show if you leave us a message. How does one spell Hive, Steve? How would you spell Hive? Uh, I think it's uh, I don't know, H-I-B-E, right? H- I wish Dave was here to tell us how to spell Hive. Dave helps, yes. <laughs> Dave helps a lot. In case you need to know how to spell Hive. Thank God we didn't have any math problems tonight. Oh. <laughs> Man, we almost ran into date problems with May 25th, but we skirted around that quickly, so that was good. Let me see if I can provide Dave's phone number, his contact number, <laughs> at the 99 cent store. Wow. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with working at the 99 cent store. Not at all. We love that. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash Wretched Hive Podcast. Look us up online at uh, thewretchedhive.net. Do yeah. it. And maybe the best thing you can do for us, if you want to help the show, really does help us to have those iTunes reviews. iTunes reviews. Um, oh, by the way, we're on Stitcher now. Oh, are we? We are on Stitcher. Okay. Search for the Wretched Eye Podcast. You'll find us. 
Guys, episode 50 is in the books. Any last word for episode 50? Anybody going to see a movie this week? I have not seen uh, Justice League yet. I need to go see that film. What? Don't bother. Yeah, don't bother. All right. You skip it. Just go see Star Wars again. Have a great week. May the force be with us all. Always.